Thanks for coming. Uh, it's nice to be down here again. I think last time I did an event with Sati Center uh, was before uh, you had this location, I think. It was somewhere else we did it, I think. Anyway, it is a pleasure to be down here. And it's very cool in here, even though it's going to be hot outside. I bet it's... Is the stay cool in here all day? More or less? Air conditioning. Uh-huh. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I just I want to uh, tell you the, the little sketch I made for what we would do today. Uh, Carolyn uh, explained to me how the day usually goes. So um, I thought we'd begin with uh, sitting, about a half an hour of sitting. And during the sitting, uh, maybe I could uh, give a little bit of... Uh, instructions uh, and give you uh, a koan to sit with uh, during the first sitting. And then after that, um, we could just stretch for a moment. And then I will, uh, I have some talks prepared uh, for, the, for the day. And I thought after the, the first sitting, and you're having some, uh, at least a little bit of experience in sitting with a koan, I would then speak about uh, koan study and practice a little bit practically, but also historically, where, how koans began and so forth and so on. And then um, give you my talk and then questions and answers. And then uh, mid-morning break. And then we'd come back after the break for a brief sitting. And then I thought uh, during the rest of the day, uh, I would actually give some talks, uh, sort of semi-traditional talks on a couple of Zen koan that I've chosen for the day. So there would be um, two, I'd present two koan, and we could have discussion after the talks. Uh, Take a break for lunch, of course, and and have a half an hour sitting after lunch before we we resume. So sitting, talk and discussion, break, brief sitting, talk and discussion, lunch, half hour sitting, talk and discussion, break, and then one more talk and discussion to end the day, end about 4.30, So that, that was what I was thinking of, and uh, we should have fun. Why not? Relax a little bit today. So why don't we begin with uh, half an hour of sitting.
Zazen, Zen sitting. Uh, is based on a foundation of awareness, a fairly intense awareness of posture and breathing. So in the beginning of a period of zazen, you bring the awareness to the body. You feel uh, your butt on the cushion or chair. Arch the small of your back slightly inward. Lengthen the spine, press the back part of the top of the head toward the ceiling, the shoulders back. And you become aware of the whole back and spine. Tuck the chin in. So in the beginning of every period, you tend to the posture of the body, bring awareness to the body, bring uh, calmness and awakeness to the body. And then soon, you bring the attention to the breathing in the belly. Let the breath sink down into the lower abdomen and pay attention to it there as the belly rises and falls uh, naturally and gently with each inhaling and exhaling. And you feel the breath and you try to stay uh, clearly with every breath in and out And you find that you, know, you can alternately focus on the breath and the posture of the body or, in fact, simultaneously in a more open field of awareness. Uh, you can be aware of the breathing and of the body, the posture. And whatever... Uh, distractions arise, whether they're in the form of physical sensations or uh, thoughts and emotions, without uh, calling them distractions or trying to eliminate them. You, you just gently come back to the breathing and the posture, and you keep making the effort to come back.
once you have calmed uh, the body and the mind to some extent. You can begin to uh, expand the awareness so that it doesn't feel like an inward awareness, but expanding it out from the body to include uh, the others sitting in all the space around the body, extending in all directions. And you can practice uh, listening, listening to sound outside the room, outside the building, inside the building. Seeing the sound uh, coming and going without uh, naming it or thinking about it, just experiencing as intensely as possible uh, the sound, not distinguishing inside and outside, simply being with and aware of the sound. letting the sound come in to the breath and through the breath. If you find yourself getting a little sleepy, press the head up toward the ceiling, lift the body up, wake yourself up. Now as you're listening uh, to sound, with the listening, you can breathe with the question, Who hears this sound? Or or simply, who? And and you ask this question, uh, completely mixing the question with the immediate experience of the sound, with the immediate experience of the body and the breath, into one experience. The sound, question, the being, breathing, and posture. Very alert, very aware, very alive. Who? Here's this sound.
usually when we, when we ask a question like this, automatically we think of the answer. Our mind thinks, well, who, who is hearing this sound? Maybe we um, review our knowledge of Buddhist doctrine. We think about anatta or uh, who knows what we think about. But this is not that sort of exercise. Whatever comes into the mind in response to this question uh, is, is not the answer. So things may come into the mind, but you, you don't follow them. You just let them go and return uh, to the immediate, ex- immediate experience of, of breathing, listening, and, and questioning. So that the question is almost a concrete uh, object, the way the breath becomes an object, or the posture becomes an object. You try not to get caught in the words, but keep the pure spirit of inquiry and make it more clear and more intense as you continue sitting. Who, with each sound, who hears? Uh, Questioning passionately as if your life depended on it. Really and truly asking, really and truly wanting to know, but not intellectually, wanting to know with the whole body and spirit. And at the same time, calm willing to continue asking until the planet burns up.
listening to sound with the whole body immediately present with sound, with breath, with posture. with a field of awareness wide enough to notice other sensations and thoughts, but just calmly let them fall away and returning to the immediacy of being, sitting here, breathing, listening to sound, who hears this sound? Who? Who? Don't relax. Don't get peaceful. But don't stress, don't strain. Just be present. Be awake. Be alert. Be alive. hearing this sound. Who? Who? How can you know how to live if you don't know who is hearing this sound?
until there's no one asking. Just who? So maybe we can all get up and just for a moment or two uh, have a stretch. And people who are in the back room, maybe come forward. There's lots of seats, lots of chairs, lots of cushions.
So that's a little taste of how the practice goes. And uh, you could see where it would take a while to develop that particular kind of focus, uh, not only in terms of number of years of working on it, but also in uh, a given retreat, in one retreat, to spend day after day, you, you might uh, develop this kind of uh, focus and concentration. Uh, and uh, certainly the koan uh, practice comes out of a uh, environment in which there's lots of retreats and, and daily life is permeated by, by sitting practice and this kind of focus. And usually life is so simple enough so that uh, you could even maintain this questioning all day long while you were sweeping or washing dishes or doing uh, simple tasks with lots of silence. Anyway, uh, now I'd like to uh, talk a little bit about uh, where this practice comes from and how it developed and how it's used today and how it could be used other ways we could use it uh, other than uh, traditional ways or ways we can um, adapt the tradition to to suit our circumstances. <coughs> 